Welcome everyone to Balance Your Life Podcast. My name is Megan Farrell and I'm the host of this podcast and the creator of Balance by Megan. On this podcast, we talk about all things yoga, wellness, health, and spirituality with guests from around the world. So grab your crystals, grab your essential oils, and let's dive into it. Welcome back to another episode of Balance Your Life Podcast. I am your host, Megan Farrell, and tomorrow is my birthday. I wanted to open today's podcast. Do you guys remember the birthday song by the Beatles? Anyways, when we were in elementary school, they used to play that every morning for, you know, students who had their birthdays. But I didn't know what copyright issues were with this podcast, so I decided to veto it. But if you want to go ahead and YouTube it, it's by The Beatles. It's the birthday song. So you can just play the little opening for that, and that is what I intended for this podcast episode. So as I was saying, you guys, it is my birthday. Plus, next week is our 100th episode, and I thought it would be fun to combo both today and tomorrow's podcast episode into two parts. So they're shorter episodes, but they're based on the 30 questions that you guys asked me over Instagram, over Facebook, all the places I put for, you know, like four or five days, that question box where you could ask me anything. And I collected your answers, or I collected your questions, I should say, wrote them down, and I'm answering them. So we're talking everything from my favorite essential oils, my favorite affirmations, things I wanted to be when I was younger, career-wise. We play the murder, bang, what is it? The kill, bang, marry game. That was fun. That was a fun question. So thanks for sending that in. Talk about my biggest takeaways from my 20s and just, we have a lot of fun. My husband, Brad, asked me the questions and I gave you my full answers. So that is what you get with today's podcast episode and the following week podcast episode. Quick little break to talk about your health and fitness game. More specifically, how you can up-level your health and wellness, feel happier, feel confident, and just healthier overall. One-stop shop. Yes, you guys, I am talking about the Balance by Megan online on-demand membership. You've heard me talking about it before. We've moved to a new platform. This platform is so streamlined, you guys. It's amazing. You get everything in one spot. I'm talking guided meditations. As you know, I've talked about meditation in the past. It has absolutely changed my life. There's fitness videos on there. So lots of power yoga, Pilates. We're talking everything from toning and sculpting the booty to creating and building a stronger core. We're talking about deep stretches, so if you're looking to work on your flexibility, you're looking to loosen the hips, maybe you suffer with back pain, we do everything in this membership. You guys, you will not find another membership like this. This is how I've been able to transform my body and my mind, all in one place. You get a seven-day free trial when you join the membership, so you can scope around in there. You can try a few videos free of charge. And then I know you guys are going to love it. I know you're going to want to stick around. And when you join, 
you get discounts for retreats, for my future trainings, for workshops. You get a lot of perks with being in the membership. So not only do you get to work on that mind and body, but you also get future discounts for anything that I run. I couldn't be prouder of this membership, you guys. Uh, it's my baby. It is exactly how I've transformed my life. It's how I've been able to feel so confident in my body. It's how I've been able to feel so confident in myself, my decisions. It's been how I've been able to completely transform my life from feeling low, depressed, and sad to happier and healthier and just living a life that I never imagined for myself. I love it so, so much. Use the link in the show notes to join and make sure that you get your seven-day free trial. Come practice with me. I can't wait to see you on the inside. The link to join is in the show notes or feel free to go to balancedbymegan.com forward slash membership. With that, let's start the birthday episode, part one of my 30 questions for my 30th birthday. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Today, we are joined by my husband, Bradley. Hello, Bradley. Hello, my love. How are you? So, this past week, I asked people on Instagram and on Facebook and all of the places to drop some questions that they wanted to know about me because it's my 30th. Ooh. <laughs> And it's also 99 and 100 episode of the podcast. Woot, woot. Woot, woot. That is amazing. <laughs> it's so crazy to think of where we are now. But I wanted to just do like a fun little episode. We did do this last year, I think actually for my birthday as well. But we took like those 73 questions from Vogue and did them. Do you fun. remember that? Yeah, I do. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. So this time I thought I would just ask you guys to ask me some questions and then I would come on here and answer them. I love so, it. Should we get started? Let's get started. So it's 30 questions for my 30th. And okay. Yeah. Let's pull up the questions here from your lovely fans. <laughs> so first one, what is your favorite yoga pose? From a practical standpoint, probably reclining cobbler's pose. I just, it's so chill. I just love doing that hip opener. For like pictures and stuff, I love, love, love dancer pose. I just think it's really graceful and beautiful. I love it. Uh, what is your least favorite yoga pose? Cow face legs. Hands down. That I love. That just sounds like... That sounds like something you would put on TV and watch. <laughs> it's funny because like reclining cobbler's pose is like my favorite. And then cow face is also like a hip pose, but it's like an internal rotation. And I just, I don't mind doing it so much in like a vinyasa class. It's like when you have to do it in a yin pose and you hold it and I'm like, it just, I just can't deal with it. See, I thought your favorite would have been downward dog, but then rethinking about that, that was my favorite that you do. So... <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite color? I want to give easy answers to these. I'm always drawn to like a blue, like a baby blue, a light blue. However, I feel like my color really depends on my mood. Like this Christmas, everybody got like army green stuff. I was in an army green yeah. phase. Sometimes I like like yellow. Sometimes I also really like pink. It's just, 
yeah, I feel like it's fluid. My my favorite color changes, but I always go back to like a blue. So like a mood color. Yeah, it depends on my mood. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. also like seasons, right? Yellow does not look great on me in the wintertime, but I love yellow in the summer. How many podcast interviews have you done? See, I saw this question come in and I was like, I should probably get an accurate number for this. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. Um, I think it's been around seven. Okay, if this is 99, 100, like 70, 75. Wow. I've done a lot of podcast interviews. It's crazy. It seems like you're doing one almost every day, it feels like. I know. All right. What is the biggest takeaway from your 20s? So I'm guessing they're thinking like what was the most memorable thing you did in your 20s? I'm thinking maybe they meant. I read it like lessons learned from your 20s. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But maybe you're right. Okay, I'm going to answer it as lessons learned because when I saw this come in, I was like, that's a really, really great question. I feel like my 20s were twofold. So transformational in the most positive, uplifting ways and so transformational in, I don't want to say like in bad ways, but like in resistant type of way. Like starting your own business is no freaking joke. It's a lot of fucking work. I think that's what <laughs> it's a lot of work. And that it's also testing my limits. So my biggest takeaways from my 20s would be patience. Allowing things to just being patient with how things are supposed to go. One thing I wish I had done a little bit more of is take more risks younger. So up until I kind of met you, I was, I lived in my comfort zone. And I kind of wish I had taken a little bit more risks being on the closer edge of like the early 20s rather than later 20s. Because I feel like you can recoup from those. Yeah. From those mistakes. Um, and I just want to give one more thing. My biggest takeaways. This is a really good question. Taking care of myself. And I feel like that seems like a really kind of woo-woo answer. But I found when I really just focused on myself. So maybe a, more appreciation for who you are. Well, just like self-love even. Like gratitude, self-love. I just feel like when I started to focus on myself and do things that made me happier. A, I was a happier person. But the people who were meant to come with me on this journey did come along if that makes sense and that. the people who didn't kind of burned off and it was like kind of glad to be rid of them i hope that i answered that question only the strong will survive <laughs> <laughs> okay what are three things you'd want on a desert island <laughs> i think a desert island has three things all in itself <laughs> i'm thinking like castaway type of situation if I could bring a person, it would be my Uncle Andrew because that man knows, sh like, everything about everything. Like, I feel like he would just know, like, th th like this is the type of grain of sand that you can eat. Like, you know what? He just knows the most random yeah. shit. But I'm assuming that's not what the person meant from that. No, I'm going to say probably not. Okay, so three things that I would take. God, I hope I'm never in this situation. I would take one of those blankets that's like reflective to use as like protection, 
But also, I feel like if somebody came by, I could like reflect it okay. to them. So that's one. A net for catching fish, animals if I needed to. Okay. And a machete, I think. So I could cut open like coconuts and stuff. And probably the fish so you could eat it. Yeah. God, I hope that was the right answer. I don't, I don't know, know if there's a right or wrong. I know, for it. but I'm like trying to like some people like I was thinking I'm like, well, what if I brought a lighter? But then that doesn't seem smart because it would run out of fluid at some point. Unless you could keep a fire going indefinitely, Oof. and then it would be helpful. Yep. I feel like I'm. But always, if you ever got one rainstorm, that I might know. be a problem. But then you could use the lighter again, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you could. I guess it depends know? on how long you're going to be on this island for. I know. Like three things you want on an island if you're there for a weekend. No, no, well, I'm thinking like castaway type of situation, oh, so like, like months. Yeah, years. Like I was years. there. For he was years. there for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would want a dentist, a cook. <laughs> um. God, yeah, probably a knife like... as well. I feel like the machete is smart because, yeah, you can cut down trees for shelter. You can cut into coconuts for water. You can cut into things I think you can, like, make food. a rock and, like, hit it off the machete for a spark to get a fire going. Well, on. that's what I was thinking, Maybe. too. Even the reflected blanket. Like, you could – could you light the sun to, like – Light a fire? Yeah. You'd be the first. Well – Maybe. I'm... We'll have to watch some more um, <laughs> Survivor to... episodes yeah. or something. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. What is your favorite affirmations? What are your favorite affirmations? What, what is, is your like one of my favorite affirmations? I love affirmations. This was a really hard one to pick. I'm grateful for everything that I have and everything that is coming to me. Ooh, I love it. Mm-hmm. When did you start practicing yoga? When did I start practicing? I was first introduced when I was like 15 or 16 year old, years old. But it didn't stick. I kind of dabbled with it. Like on our travels, if you remember, like I would do a little bit. But I feel like I really got into it. Was it the year we got married? Was it 2016? I was talking with your parents the other night about that. And they said, you break it this right, Brad. I'm like, I know. know. Like when we got married? Yeah. 2016. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to to think. I might have been doing it for a few months before. For that? Yeah, because when we were living in Costa Rica, we used to do it in the mornings and stuff um, on the balcony. Yeah, but that, I don't feel like I was consistent then. Like, I would do it, and then I felt, maybe when we moved back, I fell off on it. I want to say 2015, 2016. I was doing it for a while before I became a teacher. Yeah, I think so, too. What was your experience teaching your first yoga class? (laughs) Do you remember? I do remember. <laughs> so Brad and I were living at this time in Aruba. Yep. I just finished my teacher training and I connected with this incredible woman who owned a studio in Aruba. Happy Buddha. Happy Buddha. I love that place. I always want to say Happy Buddha Aruba. <laughs> um, amazing. Corinne, shout out to you. And I reached out to her and I was like, you know, I'm a yoga teacher. I would just love to even come to one of your classes. And like, if you're ever looking for teachers, like it would be a really cool opportunity. So she reached back this, I'm giving you a little story here. I feel like it's needed. So she reached back and she's like, actually, you know, like at this time I'm totally, totally burnt out. I am looking for some help. So she invited me to come to her first class for free and just see if I liked it. 
So we went, or I went. I liked it. It was a totally different style than what I was used to, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep going with it. Obviously, she saw something in me, and she's like, if you keep coming back, you can, I'll comp you coming here. Like, you can do these for free until, you know, we decide what to do with this. So I was like, okay. So I was probably there a week. And then one day she was like, she randomly became like a real estate agent and just like thrived. <laughs> and <laughs> she came in or I came in one day and she's like, Hey, you're here. So you're going to teach today's class. I have a meeting and like walked out the door. And I was like, I'm not this. prepared for this, <laughs> but I was like, I mean, I was so nervous. It was my first time, but I, I remember leaving that studio. Brad was walking to, to pick me up. And I met him halfway and just, I remember this smile on my face being like, I taught my first class. It was literally like weeks after I'd been certified. It was such a great experience. Like there were. You were so happy. So happy. There were seven people in my class. It was a small studio. So there wasn't usually more than that. But I was just on top of the moon. Like I knew it was just the, like what I was meant to do. And how did you and Brad meet? (laughs) How did we meet? (laughs) I feel we talked about this once on our, we used to have a podcast called Cocktails and Conversations Stories with Megan and Brad. And we, I think we broke down the story. Yeah. Essentially, I had just broken up with a guy who, I don't want to say I thought I was going to marry, but we were together for a very long time. Well, two years. In my mind, that was like a long relationship. (laughs) I was working at a bar and like, I only ever had a night shift. I say bar, but like I was like the day shift girl. Like I worked at the bar in the restaurant and Brad came in with a friend of his at the time, David, Dave, David, Dave, Dave. David saw. And I was like, wow, that's like a really good looking guy. Brad, and- not David. <laughs> David's a good looking guy too. I mean. But Brad and I'll let you finish the rest of this. Cause I feel like people love hearing it from you. I just remember sitting down with Dave. Um, we, I had just come off a pretty nasty breakup with a girl, and I was heading out to go to university in Australia in about two weeks or something like that. So Dave said, "Listen, I'm going to take you out. We're going to go for some beers and you know, to kind of get your mind off uh, the breakup and all that stuff." So I was like, "Yeah, okay, let's do that." So we go to the bar, which is walking distance from my house. We get in, sit down, and around the corner, here comes Megan. (laughs) And I'd never seen her, met her before, and uh, just instantly had that, wow. Just, oh my gosh, she's very, very beautiful. Um, So we got our order and stuff. We had kind of a little smile, and, you know, I'm just thinking, yeah, she's kind of digging me a little bit here. So we finish up. uh, We have a few drinks and um, something to eat. And I said, Dave, I'm going to leave her my number. I said, you'll see. I said, I I think I might marry this girl one day. And Dave laughed and he laughed. And he said, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm sure, Brad. Yeah, you you getting married, I don't think that's going to happen. So, and not that I... Why wouldn't you have gotten married, Brad? Um, I don't know. I like to play the field. Brad was a stallion. (laughs) Just like running through the orchards. Just (laughs) loving life. Traveling. Um, (laughs) so I wrote my number down on the bill 
and Dave and I leave and we get up to the parking lot and my phone rings. I look at it and it's it's the bar and I thought, ah, I told you. I knew mm-hmm. it. She 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 loves me. She wants me. I can just tell. So I answer the phone and it's Megan and she says, Hey, is this Brad? And I said, Yeah. She's like, uh, you left your birthday gift here. And so <laughs> I kind of, you know, shrugged it off, like, ah, damn. Dave said, What did she want? And I said, I, I I left the present you just got me at the bar. So he burst out laughing, like, I told you, I told you. So go inside, get the present, thank you, thank you leave and i think you came in a few times that week like the next day yeah i was the in there the following day yeah, after that it was coming a little bit of a lush going in there and <laughs> and i'm not a huge drinker so to go into a bar and it's like well yeah i'll get a beer and just sit here and sip it and <laughs> you know check out megan and um yeah we exchanged numbers and mm-hmm. uh I left for Australia about a week later, mm-hmm. and um, we just stayed in touch the entire time. And as soon as I got back from university, I think it was within a month, we um, we went on a vacation together, and that was basically it. Meg's moved in. and Yeah, I don't recommend that to a lot of people. I feel like it's a one-off case that it works for us. But I do <laughs> definitely recommend. I wouldn't live with anybody, marry anybody get engaged to anybody unless you do an all-inclusive vacation together Mm -hmm. because you really get to know the person when there's free booze and free food around and you know no real obligation to clean your room because you know that there's going to be a housekeeper that comes through it's a good kind of buffer to see how people you know how the other one's going to react with this abundance of everything around you and yeah. We were pretty good. Megan was still going for naps at that point. So. Oh, yeah. I was still on some pretty heavy-duty medication. See, and that's, that's what I want to say, too, is that you and I were both totally different people when we met to who we are now. Yes. And also, I wanted to throw out, too, when I met Dave later on, when you came home and we all get together, that guy grabbed me and just laughed and laughed and laughed in my face. He's like, Brad said he was going to marry you. I can't even believe you guys are dating. Like, yeah, yeah it was so, yeah, it was. And it's been love ever since. <laughs> it was, Yeah, it was just not the norm, I think. But I like, I can't believe how everything's turned out. It's wonderful. <laughs> What's one thing we wouldn't know about you? wouldn't know about me i feel like i'm pretty open i feel like people know a lot of stuff about me something maybe you've never posted about talked about on a podcast or even cocktails and conversation Mm. oh man i don't know what is one thing you wouldn't know about me can you think of anything I feel like I just talk about things all the time. Everyone knows my business. Um, I would say one thing that people probably don't know about you is you are very big into your routines. I feel like people know that about me. You think? Yeah, I post about it a lot. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, you have the worst distaste. For winter weather. In what me? What way? You hate the winters more than I think I've ever seen you not like anything. I feel like I've been okay this year because I I know it has I 
COVID, I'm sure it it's like sucks for a lot of people. But I don't know if it's just like I'm in a groove right now working for myself where I have this routine. Like, I mean, I don't mind going for walks. Like, yeah, I don't know. I would say one thing. I, I don't know how many people know this. I, I think some people do know about it, especially if they've been with me for my entire journey. But I used to model quite a bit and I was uh. in like music videos. I was in competitions like the Miss Chin competition. That's I was true. In photo shoot. Like That's a good some, one. Some big photo shoots. Yeah, that's a good one. Because I didn't even know about that until... Yeah. I don't know if I was in Australia. Yes, you sent me a couple pictures of you and your modeling stuff in Australia, which was basically sealed the deal. I mean, <laughs> oh my... I did. I did. I was doing Miss Chin. I literally, when you texted me to say your plane was leaving, I was doing the Miss Chin rehearsal. Right. Does anybody remember Miss Chin? Yeah. it's. I like to go back on those days because I loved... I was not a proper model in the sense of like usually models need to go like partying and they need to you know network and stuff and i was like unless this party is happening in the afternoon like i am not a <laughs> nighttime person i can party till about 3 p.m <laughs> and uh that's about my cutoff. i don't want to do anything after hours but i love i love the picture aspect i just i was lucky enough to work with some really awesome photographers that like just the magic that they made so i i kind of miss those days but yeah what brand – oh, I missed one. Sorry. What was your childhood like? Mm. Okay. Other than, like, what I've talked about on the podcast as far as, like, abuse and stuff, which wasn't immediate – well, kind of immediate family, but not, like, my parents. I had a good childhood. Uh, other than – other than growing up with, like, I had really, really severe asthma where I was literally, like, hospitalized – monthly basis probably even more than that my I was my parents weren't sure whether they would be able to have kids or not so when they did have me and my brother like I just remember my dad always taking off the first day of school so that he could take us my mom had a home daycare so we used to do like the science center all the time just parks I used to try to get out of school when I knew she was taking the kids somewhere I had a good childhood. My brother and I have always been close. Yep. Yeah, you guys are really close. Yeah, nice. I had... Yeah. I love it. What brand is your yoga mat? Oh, Lululemon. I feel like I should be ambassador you for Lululemon. You should be an ambassador, yeah. Because I, like... When I did my yoga teacher training, everyone's like... Like, I raved about this mat. And people... Literally, there were, like, five or six people that went out, like, the first weekend and bought a Lululemon mat because I raved about it so much. They're definitely not cheap, but... I definitely noticed from the first mats that we used to use mm -hmm. um, to going over to the Lululemon mats, especially as a guy, I definitely noticed a big difference. You yeah. know, if I do a little bit more of a power flow on it where I need that grip, Lululemon is the only mat I've ever used that I'm not sliding around or slipping. It's easy to clean. And I think we've had the same mats now for you can correct me if you want, but I'd say at least five years. Yeah, it's been a long... Oh, and I will say, too, it's... We've tried other mats, and they're not... Yes, they're not cheap, but they're also, out of all of the mats, like the big-name ones, they're not as expensive. Like, cork mats, cork mats can go for, like, 121 or 125 to 150 The Lululemon one, the one I specifically get is the sweat one. Yeah. So it's meant for hot yoga, but... 
even if you don't practice that, like the grip on it is just unreal. It's like $65. The customer service with Lululemon, like a girlfriend of mine, hers was starting to lose its, its grip and she brought it in and they literally swapped it out for her. Like no questions asked. Like, yeah, I like that. That's yeah. awesome. That's a really good customer service and stuff. I've <laughs> used the cork mats. Um, when I did a trade show at uh, the yoga show and they were selling them there and um, one of the girls came by and, you know, was getting people to try it out and touch it and texture and all that stuff. And I liked it, but there's just something about the Lululemon. Maybe it's because you bought it for me. I'm impartial, but They're, I liked it. I like that the cork, mat, cork mats are like ethically made and sourced, but I just like I, the Lululemon. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you guys stay tuned for the second part of this birthday and 100th podcast episode. If you enjoyed this, you know what to do. Share this with your friends and family. It means the absolute world to me. Leave a five-star rating and review. Again, you guys, this is how you can support me as a small business owner. It takes two seconds of your time and truly, truly, truly makes a world of difference in supporting me and supporting the show. Until next week, have an incredible rest of your week. Have a birthday drink for me and I will see you in the next episode.